Apple's Scary Fast Event. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices featured gear, like the OWC Thunderbolt Hub. No matter which Mac you have, you can always use more connectivity, and the OWC Thunderbolt Hub delivers. Visit macvoices.com slash featured gear and do more with your tech. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm <laughs> Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Halloween night, and we are on Mac Voices Live at YouTube, on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. You can join us. We have our friends jumping into the chat room right now, and hopefully more will come. There are a few of our panelists that couldn't join us tonight because they're busy tricking or treating or both. Um, but we have a pretty full panel here to discuss, or at least we're going to start off discussing Apple's Scary Fast event from last night. And so there's quite a bit to talk about. And if we finish that up, we'll get to some other things too. Let's go around the room and see who's here and what they're dressed as. And then we'll take it from there. In the corner, well, normally it's the corner of the angels. Tonight might be the corner of the devils since it is Halloween. Uh, <laughs> Dave Ginsburg is here. Dave, good to see you. Good to see you, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it was so scary. We had some uh, trick-or-treaters earlier tonight, and uh, it was kind of funny sitting up here watching my 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 Google Hub, and they were coming up, and I, I yelled at my wife, hey, the kids are out there. <laughs> she, then I get to nice. watch what you're getting. You know, we're, we're being very generous this year, giving them uh, full-size candy bars. So, Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that was so, yeah, but uh, it's good to see you guys, everybody, and it's kind of fun to watch them. Yeah, well, that's great. That's great. Jim Ray is here with what might be my favorite uh, background that he's ever had. Jim, good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you as well. Yeah, I and like I've that. got my Apple Park shirt. Oh, you're just <laughs> nice. You're nice. just decked out top to bottom. Eric Bolden is here with a, a little bit of a new background this time. Uh, and I guess it's fairly timely, Eric. Well, in honor of the dusting of snow today, I got the oak leaves with a little bit of snow. So nice fall themed. I like it. It's almost always either rain or snow or something on Halloween. So. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I have the feeling that we may be, you may be turning into the Al Roker of this show with the graphics for the weather. So keep it going. <laughs> Next up, uh, joining us the whole way from across the pond and staying up very late just to talk to us, Patrice Brendamore. Patrice, it's great to see you. Are you really here just to talk to us, or did you come because of you wanted to keep Halloween going? Um, kind of a little bit of both, I would say. I, I really mm -hmm. was looking forward to talking to you, but also I wanted to keep Halloween going a little bit longer. So there's great. that. Great. Well, it's good to have you. Good to have you. Ben Rathig is here in a very nice Halloween orange t-shirt. Ben, good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you too, Chuck. Uh, and Patrice, uh, I will be I will be needing some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It looks it's supposed to be a pumpkin, but it looks a little bit like ghost crowns. You're right. Okay, so it's a, a zombie <laughs> Girl Scout. That's that may even be more disturbing than a pumpkin. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Jeff Gammon is here from his uh, his bunker, um, not in his usual haunt haunt tonight. Uh, mm -hmm. Jeff, good to have you. 
<laughs> it's great to be here from the the uh, cozy security of my uh, my underground bunker and my costume. Um, it's it's all black. I, I'm going as your soul. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's the negative. Well, I mean, I can't go as mine because I'm a redhead, so I don't have one. I didn't know that. Okay. That's the thing. Redheads don't have souls. That's why we go out at night and steal them. I have a shoebox under my bed. Never heard of that. So I actually technically do have souls. They're just not mine. Oh. Okay. Good, good to know. This this true confessions here. Mark Fuccio, also with a very timely background. Mark, good to see you. Hello, everyone. You know, it was it's really scary last night. I'm still recovering. Yeah. I'm afraid for everyone's wallets. Yeah, glass of wine in hand just to uh, soothe for the evening. Last but absolutely not least, joining us while we were doing the introductions, Ms. Kelly Gamont. Kelly, welcome. Good to have you. You don't need to see my identification. <laughs> <laughs> so are you dressed we as a nun? Are, are you dressed as a nun or what is that? No, it's my Jedi robes. <laughs> as if I really needed to ask. I mean... Chuck. Apparently we've, you did. We've ever met. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty good idea. I had a pretty good idea. So I've had the uh, my my uh, costume on. I'm going to take it off because I look ridiculous. So mustache. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh -oh, it won't go. It won't go away. This is not good. <laughs> well, Chuck. If you had just guess it's time for that puberty talk. Yeah. If you'd just gone for like the full, you know, like the Magnum. Ted Lasso, like I would have declared you the winner of the contest. Oh no, no, couldn't, couldn't quite go, go that far. So I'm gonna there. I found the, found the right <laughs> button to get rid of it. Jeez, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so scary fast. We now have new MacBook Pros. We have new a new iMac, um, <laughs> and that those were the main announcements. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what reaction everyone had because a lot of the, some of the leakers got part of it right uh but there were an awful lot of things that were talked about that just didn't happen wasn't it fun i thought was. it was fun the yeah, event was. i did really? too yeah See, I, I I it could have been more fun like when yes. he says you know over to johnny with more like if we'd gone into the gone at least you know by the white room really slowly you know that would have been <laughs> funny uh you know the ghost of someone somewhere like the closest anyone got to any of the people because like the intro was cute with all the bats and the fog and everything but like you know we could have leaned in a little more than tim's wearing all black and an orange apple watch ultra band Ooh, you know come on <laughs> they could have for for Tim Cook, this was crazy stuff. Oh, because he put on shoes that didn't have big chunky white soles on the bottom. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that was the only like revolution in his outfit. Like, I knew nobody was going to, <laughs> nobody was going to go full Priscilla, like Jeff said last week, which I've literally been thinking about ever since. But, um, it would have been nice to see a little something. I mean, if you're gonna do. If you're going to do something that you've never done before, you've never done an event in the evening, you've never done an event the night before Halloween, you've never done any of these things before, like, cop to it a little bit in the presentation, not just in well, the, you know, we flew over and there were bats, you know. 
Well, I mean, Johnny Scroogey kind of looks like like uh, Frankenstein, right? Well, he's very he stands like this and has kind of an a, an unidentifiable accent and mm-hmm. you know like if he'd just been standing there with a cat you know in his <laughs> mysterious underground lair that would have been a different story like something just a little mm-hmm. you know a little bit a little bit more of a wink than just the bats at the beginning you know but you know what the- I, what I would say Patrice I got I last night we were chatting in uh, our Slack channel here for all the Mac Voices mm-hmm. people. I made the same <clears throat> comments about uh, Johnny, and uh, Chuck pointed out that it's you know, Dr. Frankenstein is the doctor. You know, his yes. his, his creation was the monster. You know, yeah, but so I meant him. The, I said he needed the for the the bolts <laughs> in the neck. You know, and he yeah. and uh, yeah, but yeah, that's that's what he looked like to me too. <laughs> I I have to tell you, when they said we're going to go to Johnny. I thought, oh my God, Johnny Ive is going to make a Halloween appearance. Right? Me too. <laughs> just for, for just you a know, second, I, it was a different Johnny. So, you know, just uh, for a second, it would. Yeah, but it doesn't weird. work because in the white room, it's not dark enough. <laughs> yeah, they could have True. gone to the outside of the white room, chains across the doors, the doors rattling, and muffled voice inside. Let me out! Let me out! <laughs> go by a, a go by like a cemetery. You know, there used to be the Icon Garden at Infinite Loop. Like, go by a bunch of little tombstones. You know, something like just a wink to like to it having been, you know, the the night before Halloween, and we called it scary fast for that reason and everything. Like I, I, their, mar- their marketing wasn't the, the their crack marketing team didn't uh, didn't think through this. You know, I'm so. <laughs> They might be drunk. I'm yeah. to doubt their marketing team. Mm-hmm. I, but you know what? I, I, I kind of liked it, uh, and maybe I just wasn't in the spirit. But I thought it, it, they were, it was subtle. There were nice little touches, but we weren't there to see Apple play, you know, Halloween. We were there to see, you know, what we saw, and right. so I liked that. It was almost like a nod to Halloween, a nod to the fact that we're doing something a little bit different. Um, and certainly, as it turned out, I don't think any of us were, well, I wasn't expecting a black MacBook Pro. So that was a surprise, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but but all that said, yeah, I I didn't, you feel like there were some opportunities missed. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it would have, I'm afraid it would have turned into maybe just a little too much. And so as it was, I thought it was, it was tastefully done, stuck to the, t- stuck to the topic, with just that little acknowledgement and then moved on. So uh, it's, it's each, yeah. to, I, each to their own. Better than I agree with you, Chuck. I thought like it was perfect. With Mother Nature, you know, back at WWDC. I was glad exactly. they were in out in a half hour. I, I thought that was mm-hmm. great. You know, yeah. kudos, do it again next time. You know, do more of these, you know, you know, single purpose or, you know, single product line rollout events mm-hmm. instead of dumping everything, trying to dump everything <laughs> together and, Get ninety minutes, well, two hours of people's lives. In the past, they had to because they were bringing journalists in who were some of mm-hmm. them were flying from far away. You can't have somebody fly across the country and then do a thirty-minute presentation. But I since agree. they're not doing, they're not doing that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. they, they can, you know, they could do it in ten minutes if they mm-hmm. wanted. Exactly, yeah. brand, brand new yeah. world, brand new <laughs> world. I mean. Brand new world. And I think the hidden message was if you have an Intel Mac, 
you're going to get something yes. that at least six times faster if you go to an M3. So, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, you know, just, was... uh, just, Wait just too build stuff and move, move forward to something scary fast. <laughs> I, I shorter, think the... shorter Mark Fuccio, if you still have an Intel Mac, why? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to right. see some de developers in my Masterflow feed today that were mentioning that they still had Intel, like prominent developers. And I was like, mm -hmm. got to be well, kidding. Yeah. Like Matt yeah, Reese, yeah. he was like, he still has an Intel Mac. Yeah, Who, it's, really? it's not been it's not been that yes. long. Like I mean, we, we're forgetting that, no, we're like we're, we're forgetting like it's not been that long that we've had the M series Max. So if you bought one right yeah. before, three years, yeah, it's been almost three exactly years. three years. You could have an Intel Mac that's still under the original Apple Care on the original three year terms. Yeah. You could still have one with a reasonable amount of time left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm on my like one of the earliest shipping. Uh, M1 MacBook Pros, and I got that in like December, I think, of 2020. So mm -hmm. it's not it's not unusual. Um, but also Basecamp, like if you are somebody that needs Windows to run on Intel hardware, bootcamp. not just in a simulator, like bootcamp. Basecamp. then Basecamp, yeah, bootcamp. bootcamp. I don't know, <laughs> you know, the thing. Um, <laughs> the one that makes Windows run on your Mac, that thing, that thing is the thing. Um, and I, I think a lot these of days people you can emulate it better than, than on an M1 than run it in, in yeah. bootcamp. Right. Yeah, but for people who need the hardware, who need it to mm. run straight on the hardware without emulation, and there's certain things that require that, that's still a thing mm. that people need. Um, mm. You know, yeah. when that gets better, that's a different conversation. For me, the event could have been longer. I was I was so enjoying it. I was actually baking bread. I was like, oh yeah, I got time. I can like at 1 a.m. I can still make I can still bake my bread. It's gonna take an hour. And then it was then half an hour. And I'm like, okay, now I have to wait like 30, 40 <laughs> minutes until the bread is done and I can go to bed. I'm like, hmm. But so it was so much fun. I, I just wanted more. But Patrice, that that's an interesting point. It almost it, it did leave you wanting more. Mm -hmm. And and I and I Again, I kind of like that as opposed to the times when some of the presentations start to drag out just a little mm -hmm. bit. You know, this. Yeah, exactly. I'd, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd love to give credit to it. And I'm not sure who said it today on one of the social media platforms, but they said this was almost like a video press release. Mm -hmm. And and it was. Mm -hmm. And and I thought it worked. It really did. But a really good video. But, you know, actually, I, I thought this one kind of dragged at the beginning. Um. You know, I thought they could have spent less time with the, this, you know, and I'm a techie, right? But all the stuff about the caching and the GPU and stuff, I mean, I couldn't even follow that stuff. So uh, I, I thought it got better as it got into it. And and by the end of it, I had the same feeling like, oh, it's ending. Oh, okay. Darn. Well, Jim, Jim, I, I, I agreed with you at the start. And then... As the thing unfolded, I realized that basically what they were doing is they were delivering talking points for people who have sure. Intel Macs so that they can use these talking points to you know, get an upgrade. Because you know they mentioned you know explicitly you know, it's six times faster than Intel Mac. They you said that you know three different times. Their other comparisons were against predominantly an M1 Mac, you know, and the M2 was you know they had you know performance things but you know they didn't articulate it you know it's up to 60 percent faster than an m1 and their slides were like 15 or 20 percent you know, compared to the m2 which 
you know, they don't want to trash something they just introduced, you know, eight or so months ago. So, you know, I think here the hidden message was uh, everybody with older Macs, you know, time to upgrade. Yeah. And we're making it attractive and super fast and uh, lowering some of the entry level prices to boot. Yeah. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices featured gear like the OWC Thunderbolt Hub. No matter which Mac you have, you can always use more connectivity, and the OWC Thunderbolt Hub delivers with three Thunderbolt 4 ports that are USB-C compatible and a USB-A port that is USB 3.2 Gen 2 compatible. The Hub delivers 60 watts of charging power, and because it's externally powered, doesn't compromise on performance. Find the links at macvoices.com slash featured gear. Ben Rathig is is ghostly. He's appearing and disappearing um, outside of his control. So Ben, glad you're able to get back in. <laughs> yeah, yes, my uh, my ISP decided it was a, uh, to give me the trick instead of the treat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thankfully, though, so, we Apple gave us the treats. Yeah, exactly. Barry in the in the YouTube chat is bringing up a really good point. I was really impressed that they they shot the entire thing with an iPhone 15 Pro Max. Yeah. Sure, with a ton of professional equipment. It like they simply they said and there was a making of video to say it. They could just integrate mm-hmm. the iPhone into their existing stuff, into their existing workflows. There was nothing special really about it. And that was really impressive. As especially at night. Like it wasn't a day shoot where like you have perfect lighting and everything. Yeah. It was at night. Mm-hmm. And you and you well, showed that uh, article. Patrice, they the still young. had perfect lighting and you know, yeah, sure. They had to control it for sure. But I mean, they had drone <laughs> shots. They had everything. Yeah, yeah. It, and and it's it was one of those things. The message was so very subtle that it mm-hmm. just appeared at the end. It didn't appear for very long. They didn't yeah. make a big deal out of it. And nobody mentioned it in the video. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't right. an iPhone event, right? It was just you know. But yeah. I thought that was. When I saw that at the end, that to me was one of the big headlines of it was they shot the whole thing. And I know that it that was not all, you know, there were lights, there was, you know, other equipment involved, but mm-hmm. still like if they hadn't said anything, everyone would have presumed it was just yeah. um, yeah, level equipment with a bunch of big cameras and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. equipment costing a hundred times as much. Right. Hey, hey, Chuck, I have seen a lot of people bagging on Apple saying shot on an iPhone, but then they had all this other professional equipment. And uh, and yes, they did. For those people, they're missing the point. The right. point is Apple pulled what was probably just a, a camera red out of the mix and dropped an iPhone in its place and still had an, an incredibly professional uh, video shoot. And that's the, that's the takeaway there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it worked, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they could do that, there's a lot of people that can look at this as a uh, as uh, an example of what they will be able to do when they have an iPhone 15 Pro Max in hand. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. better that you that you shared uh, Patrice earlier today in our Slack chat uh, about the video that shows the behind the scenes of. Mm-hmm. Uh, of it, I want. I haven't had a chance to watch the the whole thing. I know it's like about two minutes, but I I, I think it's uh, pretty amazing that Apple did that because that's not something they'll, they'll they'll tell you about the behind the scenes. But the reason they're doing it is because they want to prove that the iPhone 15 Pro Max can be a professional camera. Or actually, I I would agree with Jeff. I think you know this is uh, this is more that 
yes, if you have the skills and things, you know, you can yeah. make really professional grade, you know, looking movies, you know, on a $1,500 device, you don't need to spend $1,500 a day to rent, you know, one of the, uh, you know, you know, an Airy or a Red or, you know, other, you know, other, uh, you know, digital cameras used in Hollywood. So, you know, it's sort of like, the hidden, the hidden thing. I knew you know, all sorts of people at Adobe that their hidden market was not so much you know, uh, you know professional photographers who they knew were locked up who would use it. You know, their growth is all about you know the aspirational people, you know, amateurs, mm -hmm. you know, who have you know lots of you know discretionary you know time and income, you know, that they want to get. And I think you know, Apple is you know trying to do and show the same thing here that uh, you can you know. If you have the skills, and you know, not maybe not everyone needs all these, uh, you know, you know, gimbals and mounts mm -hmm. you're doing, but uh, you know, somebody else could come out and you know do a, you know, 2024 version of you know, you know, the that you know, breakaway Blair Witch Project from whatever it was, 94 or 96 or something, you know. So uh, I think you know they're subtly showing that you know if you have this talent and you have a great story you don't have to spend, you know, big bucks. You can you know, just use mm -hmm. a phone, you know, in your pocket. I, yeah. I, and look, the, the external equipment, that that's a fair point just to, to get to the quality that Apple did. But on the other hand, they would have had to have that same equipment without the iPhone, whatever, yeah. whatever mm -hmm. camera they mm -hmm. were using. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that. I don't think it is a fair point. I, well, I, I, I think to bring it up, you know, and so that you don't set the expectations that I can take my phone out and you know have it look <laughs> like Tim Cook did standing well, in front in front of it. It just says shot on iPhone. Yeah, yeah, and they have even the like the little disclaimer like other professional equipment was used. Like it's, yeah, right. right. So listen, we we're talking we're talking a lot about the event itself, but let's get to the meat of things, um, yeah. and that is the, the the machines and the M ones. Or M3, excuse me, M3s. Um, let's start with the iMac because that's arguably the most affordable one out there. Mm -hmm. And it's probably now we are, it's confirmed as Apple's consumer machine. Mm -hmm. So an, M, an M3, no M2, no options for M2, jump right to an M3. Um, and to have the option of a Pro or Max in there as mm -hmm. well is, I think, uh, very interesting. No. No, not no? the iMac is only M. The iMac is only M3. iMac is no. I, did I just say Pro or Max? No, Gussie and up. No, I'm no, not, but you said Pro or Max. There's no option for Pro oh, or Max okay. in the iMac. Oh no. Right. Okay, then I have that yeah. wrong. No. Okay, so it's just just in that which the M3 is nothing to sneeze at, just like the M1 was nothing to sneeze at. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it, I mean, how do you, how is this the upgrade we've been waiting for? No, I, no, I I don't think so. I think the. The iMac was always aimed towards consumer. I mean, uh, you aren't going to see professionals are going to be using this anymore. Um, it's long, long gone to the days we had the iMac Pro, and, and now we've got the <laughs> iMac. And it showed when they introduced it with the M1. You know, what was it three, uh, nine, three years ago? And it sat and sat and never got any love for all the, all that time. So uh, the, the the M3 is is perfectly fine for the machine, but I don't. I mean, with with the Max 24 gigs of RAM and 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 uh, that limitation mm -hmm. and the and the processor of only M3, but I mean it's still a, it's still a great machine for somebody who just wants a, a good Mac and, uh, and have the all in one. I, I mean, have we been waiting for it? Maybe maybe we're not the target audience, like like Dave said. Right. Um, 
but I can totally see us even like having a use case. I mean, just like I have a use case for, for a base level Mac mini. Right. Uh, that's just like, it's not a pro, not a Mac. It's just an M2, like nothing else. But for the, for what it what I need it for, it's fine. So there could be a use case where you say, I don't need the pro machine. I just need whatever, something sitting somewhere in a corner, looking good. And I use it for special, special things. So why not? Yeah, and I don't... to me, go ahead, Ben. Uh, to me, this is the iMac uh, uh, returning to its Bondi Blue roots. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, basically the 27 inch and the iMac Pro are gone. Uh, but mm -hmm. we're at the point where it makes a great education machine, it makes a great family mm -hmm. machine, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. uh, nice and colorful. Yes. I mean, with an M3 in it, it's a solid machine no matter what. Like, I would go so far as to say that the the iMac Pro was the exception, not the rule. The point of the iMac, mm -hmm. you know, when it started as a gumdrop, when it turned into the little blade, like, it was always meant for not necessarily pro users. It may be more than adequate for certain people, for right. certain things, but it also may not be. But, you know, if you need... If you need more power, if you need more screen, you can buy a mini for a lot less and still come in at less sure. than a mini than mm -hmm. a, an iMac would cost you with a really nice display on it. So, yeah, on a Mac Studio. Yeah, if you need even more power than what a mini will give you on your desktop, then you can get a Mac Studio. You can get a Mac Studio with a monster processor in it. You can get a Mac Pro and hook it up to some sort of gigantic um you know, Jeff Gamut level ultra wide screen, if that's your jam. But the iMac was always sort of meant to be the consumer device. And I think that, uh, you know, exactly like Ben said, like this is just returning to its roots. It was never, it was never a pro machine. It was just an act of revolution in the first place to be like, we slapped a whole computer behind the display like that, you know, and then also it was colorful. Like those were the two big things that it did initially. And it was never meant to be the machine that had all the horsepower all the time, you know? So yeah, I think it's a great, I think it's great because it also got updated recently and that's, you know, that's good too. Jeff? Um, okay. We all need to remember in our, in our echo chamber that this is a consumer machine for consumers. Mm -hmm. And it's also easy to lose sight of the fact that Apple has put processors in the, iMac, that M3 processor, the the base processor, the one where everyone's like, really? That's our only option? Holy crap. The computing power <laughs> in that processor is more yes. than most people can even comprehend. This is more computer than most people will ever be able to fully utilize. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and to sit here and say, well, this is just like uh, like Apple's kind of ripping us off. They're not even giving us a full computer. Holy forking shirtballs, people! Th this is way beyond supercomputer level, and this is Apple's consumer all-in-one machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Barry in the chat room brings up a point that we were going to get to sooner or later, one way or another. His that this was not the upgrade his dad wanted. His dad wanted the 27-inch display, but he also said that they did lean into the 4.5K display that provides as many pixels as a 27-inch. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's That's interesting. not correct. It's not? 
27 inch was 5k no that that was a separate thing there was the 5k iMac and there was a 27 inch yeah those aren't the, the same 27 issues. inch had a 5k display no nope. sure it did they okay. had two different machines i see jeff going for the keyboard Chuck, <laughs> yeah i'm firing up mac tracker okay iMac what well, was your the... screen size the fact so remains that maybe what Barry's dad needs is a mini and as much monitor as his heart desires. <laughs> uh, well, he's, uh, Barry says he wants a Mac mini M3 Pro. So, yeah. you know, but, and, and this brings up another interesting thing that now we have, we have the most powerful machines being laptops and mm -hmm. the desktop machines Although there seems to be some, uh, some articles today going back and forth about, at least until you move up to the to the max, the that the say I'm gonna if I say this right, the M2 Ultra may be more powerful than the M3 Pro. Mm -hmm. I think I've got that yeah. right. So the M3 Max might be <laughs> yeah the M3 Max may be power more powerful than the announced at WW. DC uh M2 Ultra. Okay. So I, I don't I mean I don't know. This, this well, it depends where... on what more powerful means too. What are you doing? So you know it could be you know your task might be faster on an M2 Ultra. Someone else's task might be faster on an M3 Max. It depends on what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But they're both going to be pretty fast. So yeah, good point. Jeff, uh, what, are, what are the results of your research? Okay, so uh, if you went to 5K iMac, there, um, the 27-inch model starting in 2017 was available that way, and uh, that continued up through the uh, 2020 model, which was discontinued in March 2022. So... Um, yeah, so as of March 2022, there was no 5K iMac option available anymore. Right. When they discontinued the Intel one, yeah, the Intel one mm -hmm. was 5K. Then, That's true. then when they discontinued the Intel one, then they didn't have a 27K, 27 inch 5K anymore. But mm -hmm. um, the the current iMac does not have as many pixels as the Intel one did for the last several years. Right. It's, you know, fairly close. It's a nice display, but it's not it's not quite as much. But, I, you know, I, I was always puzzled by the whole all-in-one thing for most applications. I, I always used, mm -hmm. you know, like I wanted basically a Mac Mini or a Mac Studio so that, you know, you know, people were throwing away perfectly good monitors on the regular so they could get updated processors, right? Mm -hmm. uh, now you don't have to do that anymore. Um, so, you know, it seems to me for most people, they're much better off on this paradigm that Apple is now, you know, and Apple used to like, it seemed like planned obsolescence. Like we're gonna make you buy, you know, this very expensive monitor over and over again um, because your, your processor is obsolete. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, people often hang on to monitors for a long time. I know I have uh, in the past. Patrice? Yeah, so it fits right in with this with this discussion. I mean, the, the iMac kind of comes from a different era. 
yeah. it's from the desktop era, like we said, where and we had we had at some point we had three different sizes. We had the say small, whatever it was. I think originally was it 20 inch, 20, 21 inch. 21. I think it was originally 18. Uh, 21.5. Yeah. And then we had the, the bigger ones, like I think 24 and later 27. And then we and then we had the we had the pro. Mm -hmm. And I think the first time were 15 inches. Yeah, sure. But yeah. they they were all step by step replaced. They were replaced by more power. I mean, more powerful MacBooks, by MacBook Airs, by MacBook Pros, by the Mac Studio, by the Mac Mini, by the Mac Pro, by a lot of other devices where you didn't, as as Jim said, where you didn't need to buy that display, where you could use a display that you had. And Apple, even nowadays, at least again, offers something that you can buy. So I think, I mean, the question is, what is the iMac for these days? And I think it is for these. Like what Ben, I think, said, schools, uh, like reception desks at hotels, like yeah. the, the, the areas where you want something that looks nice and is functional. Yeah, I think that's for the most part it, because everything else is mobile these days. It's it's like it's a MacBook Air. Oh, it's you're right about the reception desk. Or it's a phone, yeah. It's a phone. Yeah, it's, it's an iPad. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. if you if what you really need is just more acreage than an iPad, then maybe an iMac is for you. I mean, yeah. it's really, you know, if you have specific needs, you're not, you're generally not looking at an iMac to do that anyway, unless that specific need is to match the color that you've painted the walls or something, you know, then, you know, for the most part, most people are going to part it out anyway, so that I can mm -hmm. get a specific display so that I can get a processor that does a specific thing. You know, if you just need something in the corner to occasionally you know, so the kids can play games while you're all in the kitchen or whatever, like, you know, or, you know, casual, like light duty sort of thing, mm -hmm. then, you know, that's the primary, that's going to be the primary function. So I think there's absolutely a market for it. And uh, I'm, and I'm glad to see that it's continuing to get attention because mm -hmm. for a long time, it was like, Hey, I'm Mac, you in there, buddy, <laughs> you know, like you kind of had to wonder and yeah. Like the well, mini for a long time. So, you know, it's nice to see it getting, it's nice to see it getting attention in any way. So I'm glad to see a little, a little bit of a general spiff aside from, uh, you know, nudging the horsepower in that dramatically. This panel is back next time to talk more about Apple's Scary Fast event and the announcements that included the new M3 iMac, the new M3 MacBook Pros, and more. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you next time on Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.